Collier. I know that heaven they aren't heaven earned an angel this this morning or this evening. I can't even talk about it because I uh, she was just a wonderful lady, and I'm gonna truly miss her. Woke up this morning with you on my mind. I'm coming to see you. It's just a matter of time. My heart's been longing to see your sweet face. I'm getting ready. It's almost over, time for traveling on. Open the gates wide and let me step on inside. Cause that's where I belong, I'm coming home. took care of me through all of my days. You've been a good friend. I'm still counting the ways. So if it's today, Lord, that you call me home, I'm saying goodbyes now. I'll be moving along. I'm coming home, Lord. It won't be too long. It's almost over. Time for traveling Bible tonight, I want you to open it up to Joshua 2. I was asking the Lord, man, 
Wednesday got here quick. It seems like Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. It's just fitting tonight. I asked the Lord this morning, Lord, what would you have me to preach about? And I have been studying up on Zacharias, and I and I, I want to do a message about Zacharias, and I and I've been writing and planning and but the Lord took me to Joshua two today. And I, I I'm excited about this little message. And it, it has to do with a woman. And now I know why that the Lord had me preach about a woman. Because an amazing woman went home to be with the Lord tonight. I, 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 I want this message tonight to sink into all of our hearts. It's about the decisions that we make. How many people know the decisions that we make are very important? Somebody hear me again. I said the decisions that we make are very important in our lives. People don't understand. One bad choice can change your whole life. One bad choice can change your whole life. I was locked up for over two and a half years of my life because of the choices that I make. And while I was there, there were people in prison doing life because of one bad choice, one mistake. It's cost them their freedom. It's cost them their entire life. It's cost them their family. Choices are important. And especially as a mom or dad in the church tonight, making the right choices so that your kids will follow the choices that you make. Man, understand me. Choices are important. Here we have a lady tonight. Man, it's, it, it, God, you're just so incredible. Amen? He is just so incredible. To have me preach about a lady, I had no idea that it was going to transpire the way that it did, but I'm so glad that we're here tonight to talk about Rahab. And I love this story in the Bible. And go with me to Joshua chapter 2. And I'm going to read for a while, and then I'm going to preach for a while. There's a Canaanite woman. Her name is Rahab, and she helps the Israelite spies in the city of Jericho. And here's the story. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the Israelites' camp. He instructed them to spy out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. But someone told the king of Jericho, some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So verse 3 says, So the king of Jericho sent order to Rahab, Bring out the men who have come into your house. They are spies sent here to discover the, to dis discover the best way to attack us. Rahab had hidden the two men. Say that. Rahab had hidden the two men. The men... We're here earlier, she said. She replied to the king. She, she had hidden them. She, she replied to the king, to the men that were there to seize them. She said she had hidden them, but she had replied, These men were here earlier, but I don't know where they are now. They left the city at dust as the city gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you can probably hide them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hid them beneath the piles of flax. Verse 7, 
So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shadow crossing places of the Jordan River. As soon as the king's men had left, the city gates were shut. Before the spies went to sleep that night, now listen to this. I told you it's all about a choice. It's all about Reagan right choices. Here's a choice that Rahab did. Rahab went up to the roof to talk to the spies, to the men. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are all afraid of you. Everyone is living in terror. For we have heard how the Lord made the dry path for you to get through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. And, that, and, and we know what you did to Shang and Og and the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No, no one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of heaven and above and the earth below. See, she made a choice. Now swear to me, she tells the two spies, now swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I've helped you. Give me, give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered that you will leave me and my family alone with my father and my mother and my brothers and sisters and all their families. families. We offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety. The men agreed to do this. Okay, we'll spare you. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise when the Lord gives us the land. Then since Rahab's house was built into the city walls, she let them down with a rope out the window. They escaped to the hill country. She told them to run. Hide there for three days until the men who are searching for you have returned. Man, what a story. Amen? I, I could go on and we could we may finish that tonight. I, I, I don't know how far I'm going to get into this tonight, but I want to say this. Decisions are important. I want to give you a little history about Rahab. Anybody ever heard of Rahab before tonight? Anybody ever heard? Anybody ever did a little study on her? Let me tell you a little bit about her. This lady in the scripture named Rahab, she was a Canaanite woman. <clears throat> she was a descendant of Noah. Anybody ever heard of Noah in the Bible? What did Noah do? We're good tonight. Everybody said he built a boat. She was a descendant of Noah's son, Ham. Ham was the one who saw Noah get drunk and get naked. And instead of covering him up, he downplayed it and he went out and told everybody. In the Bible, it says that Noah slipped one time, got naked and drunk. And his son went and told everyone about it. So when Noah found out about this, he cursed Ham. You understand what a curse is? Yeah, come on, somebody. You understand what a curse is? Do you understand that we're still living under curses today? And there are generational curses that if you and I don't start making some decisions about how we act, how we live, we're never going to break those curses. Is anybody getting anything I'm trying to tell you tonight? I'm so glad I'm not living the way I used to. I'm so glad that I'm trying to break this curse. I'm so glad for this lady named Rahab tonight who made a decision not to live under this curse by making a choice to help out God's people. She was a prostitute. She was a Canaanite woman. She was a, she was a prostitute. She was one of Ham's descendants. And Noah cursed Ham. 
Understand that tonight or you won't get any of this tonight. Noah cursed him because instead of helping his father, he put it on display and told everybody. Sometimes people fall, they don't need everybody else telling their business. You didn't hear me tonight. Sometimes people make a mistake and they don't need everybody else running around telling their business. Nobody's perfect. Noah wasn't perfect. He made a mistake. And boy, his sons paid for that mistake. Because he went out and started putting it on blast. Do you know when you want the worst for other people, you reap what you sow? Y'all didn't get that, did you? When you want the worst for other people, when you see people fall, when you see people and you laugh at them when they're down, you reap what you sow. What goes around comes around, they always say. This is a good lesson. Grab it up tonight. Take hold of it. I'm going to take a drink. <coughs> and I'm going to choke to death. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I'm taking another drink. <coughs> All right, I'm gonna get that on my system. <coughs> Ham was the one who saw his father Noah get drunk and naked. And instead of covering him up, he downplayed it and went and told everybody else. Sorry, give me one minute. <coughs> oh, Mary, what'd you put in that water? <coughs> All right. He made it worse. When Noah found out, he cursed him. And then he cursed all of his descendants. Years later, Ham's descendant Rahab is a prostitute living in Jericho. Her family is underneath this curse. She could have thought, well, I'm going to live under this curse for the rest of my life. It's always going to be this. But she heard about our Lord and Savior and all the powerful things that he could do. She had heard about him parting the Red Sea. Is there anybody here tonight that disputes that? I believe he parted the Red Sea and let those slaves free. I believe tonight, somebody get this, I believe tonight he can set you free too tonight. I believe that whatever is standing in the way, he will get make a way where you can get away from whatever you need to get away from. And here you have Rahab. Years later, Ham's descendant, Raham, she's a prostitute. She's living in Jericho. Her family is under a curse. She could have thought it's always going to be this way. I've been cursed. I'm always going to struggle. I'm always going to make poor choices. But she didn't. She did something to break that curse. She made a decision. She made a decision. Don't get quiet on me. Somebody ought to be thankful tonight that they made a decision to walk through those back doors and give their heart to God and get whatever out of their life wasn't supposed to be in there out of it. Somebody ought to make a decision tonight. Somebody ought to be blessed tonight. Somebody ought to be overjoyed tonight that they made a decision to get rid of those people that shouldn't be in their life anymore. All those good time buddies, all those friends, all those people that wasn't supposed to be there. I told a young man the other day, I, I was preaching to him. I said, let me tell you something, man. Those buddies, you think they're your buddies? Let you get locked up for drugs. Let you get locked up for alcohol. They're not coming with Nobel money. They're not coming to get no commissary money to you. 
They'll laugh at you and say, I'm glad he got caught and I didn't. Matter of fact, if they do get caught, they're probably not your friends. They're going to rat on you anyway. Y'all don't know nothing about that, do y'all? She made a decision. What happened is, is one day Joshua and the Israelites were about to attack the city of Jericho. Joshua sent two spies out into the land. Somebody noticed who they were, and they went and told the king. They went and told the authorities. And just about the time they was just about to get captured, Rahab took the two spies and hid them in her home. They said to her, since you have helped us, when we come to attack the city, we're going to spare you and your family. I wanted to read down to that point where she made a deal. Come on, somebody. Where she made a deal. She said, look, I, I, I took you in. They were coming to kill you. I heard about your Lord and Savior. And please introduce me to him. Please spare me and my family. Please, I know y'all coming to take this land. I, everybody knows. Everybody's scared. A whole town heard about it. And I know it's going to happen. But would you tell God about me? Would you tell God about what I did? Would you tell God to spare me? They said, if you, if you read on in the story, if you keep your promise, we'll keep our promise. That's what our Lord and Savior does. Now, this is just an illustration, but that's what he does. If you keep your word, he keeps his word. Matter of fact, he even keeps his word sometimes when we don't keep our word. He always keeps his word. I, I, I want to say this tonight. Joshua sent two men to spy into the land. Somebody noticed who they were, and they told the authorities, and, 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 and she made a deal with them. She made a decision to help them. She didn't have to help them. Just like you tonight, don't have to help yourself. How many of us here tonight like to help those who help themselves? Somebody raise a hand. Don't make me feel like I'm the only one. I like to help those who are trying to help themselves. She said, you know what? I, 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 I'll hide you. I'll take care of you. I won't let them know you're here. I, I'll lie. You read where she told a lie. They slipped out. They were gone right before they closed the gate. I ain't seen them. I know who they were. She's a good liar. She was good at sinning. She was a prostitute. She had this whole generation. That was cursed. And she was living in that curse. But she heard about our Lord and Savior. And she said, would you please tell him to spare my life. When he comes, and let me tell you this, he's coming back again today. Come on, somebody grab that tonight. He's coming back again. And you better grab that tonight because he's coming back again in the twinkling of an eye. And those that will be spared will be those who have made a decision to follow him. Those who won't be spared will be those that are riding the fence, those that, 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 that don't live like they say they live, that, that, that those that don't care less, those who think they got their own way, they got their own mindset. I, 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 Lord, can I say this tonight? I, I was talking to a guy the other day. He said he believed his own way. He didn't believe in the whole Bible. He believed his own way. That's the foolish thing I've ever heard in my life. You either believe in it all or you don't believe in it at all. You either believe in it all or you don't believe in it at all. You're either all in, too, with him or you're all out with him, too. <laughs> this is good stuff. Even though Rahab had all this baggage, she was cursed. She had lived this dishonorable life. She was a prostitute. Her family had been cursed for, for what Ham had done. She made a decision to honor God. 
And that one decision saved her family's life. Can I tell you tonight how proud I am to what you bring your families to this church, to what you bring your kids to this church? Can I be real with you tonight? I want to talk to you for one minute. Can I tell you how proud I am for you to drag your old men up in this church? Even when they don't want to come, you're like, you coming. I knew you before the Lord, you coming. You getting off work, you coming. I don't care how you smell. We sit up on the front row, let the preacher smell us. I don't care how dirty you are, you coming. I thank God for those tonight that are coming, that are making the decision, getting their families over here in the Lamb Center. You know what? We ain't got no big fancy buildings. We ain't got no big fancy buildings. We ain't got good heat or good air conditioning. But we got a good Jesus. There's lots of churches. There's lots of churches. There's churches everywhere. Watch this. There's churches everywhere. You can get in your car and you can drive to a church within two or three minutes of this place. And if you want a big fancy church in 20 minutes, you can drive to some big old fancy, fancy places. Got big sound, big lights. But I don't know if they got Jesus. This one's got Jesus. And what I'm really proud of is you're dragging yourselves, you're dragging your family. You're tr what you're really doing is you're saving them. Do you understand that tonight? You're like Rahab. You made a deal. You're saving your family. Because some of y'all got little kids still. And they ain't made no decision right now. They covered because they covered the Lord said let the little children come. They all right. But one day they're going to be teenagers. One day they're going to be young men. One day they're going to be young ladies. And they're going to have to stand with their own mouth and confess that they're, who they're going to serve. And if you don't keep dragging them to church, if you don't keep them coming, they're not going to know. And you got a whole generation here. Look, you got a whole generation here, Tommy, that has, has been cursed. It has been cursed down, 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 down. And you get to Rahab. Say Rahab. You get to Rahab, the prostitute. And she said, I heard about your Lord. Will you tell him to spare me? Will you tell him to spare my father? Will you tell him to spare my mother? Will you tell him to spare my brothers and my sisters? And the two spies said, okay, I'll do it. But you got to live up to your end of the deal. And she did. And watch what happened. I love this. Look, the one choice changed the entire family line. That day, God removed the yoke that had been holding her back. That day, God broke the curse, and that family hadn't been the same since. Now, here, watch this. Here's what God did. Rahab the prostitute married a Jewish, Jewish man. They had a son. You know what his name was? Boaz. They had a son, and they named him Boaz. How many have heard of Boaz? Boaz was a handsome devil like your pastor. He was a strong man. He was handsome. And he was a man of the land who loved the Lord. God broke the curse. They had a son. His name was Boaz. And everybody looked up to Boaz. And Boaz, who did Boaz marry? Oh, y'all good tonight. Y'all like y'all come to church. Boaz married Ruth. Oh, the chain broke. 
the wheel stopped turning. The curse got set free. Here's how good God is. They had a son named Boaz. Boaz had a son named Obed. Obed had a son named Jesse. Jesse had a son named David. And David became king. And the curse just kept breaking, breaking. God kept changing and changing. Can I say this? I want Dalton's kids to have it way better than he had it. Way better than I had it. Way better than my father had it. This means that Rahab, a former prostitute, is now in the family line of Jesus Christ. Are you in the family tonight? <laughs> Are you in the family tonight? Are you part of this family? That's what I love about this church. You know how many people Miss Lita said come over here last year? I want to say she said we averaged, we averaged last year 36,000 people came to just church services throughout the year. We had 219 baptisms. We had a goal of 500, but we baptized 219 people last year. With over 20,000 people come to church, and all you can do is clap. Let's give God a praise tonight. That's not counting the fall festival. That had nothing to do with the fall festival. That had nothing to do with the Christmas parade. That had nothing to do with a car show or a bull riding. That's just what we got through the doors. Building the family. Increasing the family. Working on our tree. Man, I think about my mom and dad sometimes. Wonder if they're in heaven. Man, I pray my family's in heaven. Anybody ever think like that? You got anybody that's went on to be home with the Lord? You just, you just pray they're in heaven. You just pray they made. You just pray to God that that they made. Maybe you have a dad and, and and he was a drunk, or maybe you had a mom and she was a prostitute. Maybe you had somebody that that you don't know. You just pray tonight. And or do you ever think like this tonight? Do you ever think that man? I just hope they made it to heaven. Because the alternative is hell. And wherever you choose to spend eternity, you don't come back from there. You don't come back from eternity. Eternity is forever. Anybody grasp that? That's, that's like a long way. I told y'all one time before, when my kids were real little, I'd say, how much, and we were all into Buzz Lightyear and Toy Story. Remember that little show? The kids were Woody and Buzz Lightyear one year. We had little things that walked up on their little thing. They had, one of them had wings. The other one had a, Dalton had a cowboy hat. Justin had the wings, and we were taking them trick-or-treating. I bet we watched Buzz Lightyear for, I mean, I bet we watched them a million times. And I remember, I remember when I was a kid, I'd say, you know how much daddy loves you? And they said, to infinity and beyond. Eternity, a long time, a time that you never can come. You're either going to spend eternity in heaven or you're going to spend it in hell, but you're not coming back to this place. Miss Collier's never coming back to this place. Billy's never coming back to this place. Your loved ones are never coming back to this place. But we have to make a choice. Are we going to be in the family of God? Or we are not going to be in the family of God. And the choice I can't make for you. I wish I could make it for you. Shelly Beavers, I wish to God I could make it for everyone in this building tonight. I wish with everything, I had a magic wand. I used to preach this. I, I wish I had a magic wand. I could just wave it over to the church and everybody was saved. But there are no magic wands. God give us free will. He gave us a choice. He said, you want in the family or you want out of the family? 
You want in the family or you want out of the family? And Rahab said, I want in the family. I want in the family. And I want my father to come. And I want my mother to come. And I want my brother to come. And I want my sister to come. Anybody can imagine their self in heaven without one of their siblings, without their mom and dad. That ought to scare you half to death tonight. You ought to open up your mouth and tell your mama, get your butt to church. You ought to open up your mouth and tell your daddy, you need to go to church. You need Jesus. Let me read the Bible to you. They probably won't be want to be around you sometimes, but I'll tell you what, one day maybe something you said will keep them from spending eternity in hell. That's real preaching, real life, swallowed up. Because I don't see myself in heaven without every one of you. It would sadden me if you didn't go. It would break my heart if you didn't go. After all these good sermons you get every week and you didn't get it. Man, what's up with that? But in reality, in reality, <laughs> I do a lot of funerals. And I don't even know these people. I don't know if they're in the family or they're not. Ever so often God gives me a little nugget and I get to do one of some people that I know were in the family. Are you in the family tonight? Are you doing everything you can to get your family in the family? Are you, are you trying to break that generational curse? Daddy was a drunk. Uncle was a drunk. His daddy was a drunk. I started drinking, but tonight I'm not drinking a lick more. I'm breaking this curse. I'm through. I'm finished. I'm over. I'm through. I'm not doing it no more. <clears throat> Lord, if you'll forgive me, Lord, if you'll forgive me, I'll never do it again. You know, I pray like that sometimes. Lord, if you'll forgive me, I'll never do it again. Lord, if you'll forgive me. Anybody ever do that? I do. Lord, if, you, if, you, if you'll forgive me this time, I'll never do it again. And I've met it. In a lot of areas of my life, I've met it. In a lot of areas of my life, I'm still asking for forgiveness of things. I'm still, I'm just a work in progress. I'm just a work in progress, just like you. But I'll tell you something. I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. We can honor God. We can remove the yokes. We can step into the fullness of our destiny. And we have to make a decision. Do we want in the family or do we want out of the family? I just want to honor God from this day forward. I don't want to go to heaven by myself. I want you to go with me. I want you in the family. More than that, I want your kids in the family. I want to be like Miss Collier. I want somebody to stand up and sing like Mary sings. I'm coming home. And I want some, one of your kids to take my place. I want one of your kids to take her place. I want one of your kids to take the elder spaces in this church. I do. I promise to God I do. It's us, Mom and Dad. It's got to do it. Got to keep getting the family here. Got to keep building the family. Devil's going to throw everything at you, even the kitchen sink. He threw a curse down on Rahab. But Rahab heard about the Lord that's parted the Red Sea. And she believed. What do you believe tonight? Do you believe in the cross? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe he's the Savior and the only Savior? Then live like it. And live for him. And make decisions that bring honor to him. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father God, we thank you tonight. 
I want to tell my brothers and sisters, thank you for coming. I want to increase the family this Wednesday night. I want to know if there's anybody in here tonight, if they died, they don't know for sure, they'd go to heaven. If you're here tonight, now this is, this is messages for you. Come to the family tonight. We stand here with wide arms open and we love you and right where you are, we're not going to judge you. Jesus loves you. He's got a plan for your life. That plan is not to be cursed, but to be set free. If you're here tonight and you're not 100% sure if you died and you'd go to heaven, flip your hand up and let me see you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If there's anybody here that don't know for sure if they go to heaven, just flip your hand and let me see you real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six. I just want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. Father, I thank you for those who had the courage to slip their hands up. Father, I thank you that they came to this church tonight, to your dwelling place. For you to slip your hands up, listen to me. Jesus died on the cross just for you. He loves you so much that he carried a cross, was beaten and whipped and nailed, nailed to it just for you. And if you'll invite him into your heart today, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've done, just like Rahab, she was a prostitute. She was cursed. She, she committed a lot of sin, but she made a decision to follow the Lord. I'm going to ask you to slip your hands up to make that same decision. Just ask him into your heart. Just pray with me right now. Just say, dear Lord, come into my life and save me. Tonight I give you my heart. Tonight I'm going to give you my heart, Lord. Please forgive me of my sins. I know I'm a sinner, Lord, but I'm coming to you tonight. I believe by faith. Come into my heart and live. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. You got to say that. Today I make you my Lord and Savior. And I'm going to live for you from this day forward. If you prayed that with me tonight, hallelujah. I'm going to ask God to continue to rain his blessings down on you. I'm going to ask God to increase your faith and show you that he is real. Lord, I thank you for our time together. And Lord, I ask my brothers and sisters to get their family saved. Get their family to church. This new year, let's go about saving those that are around us. You know who they are. You know who they need. And I know that you can do it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen.